Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the <laughs> Endgame Show. Baby, baby, back. baby. Not your traditional podcast show, but... 50 episodes, we went away, and now we're back to say hey, hey. hey <laughs> Where's the money? Uh, no, this is a different type of show. This is going to be a podcast. This is going to be our year in review, where we uh, break down our top five favorite games of last year. Uh, games that are that became, you know, that were... That became something greater than we thought we were going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, The ones that we're going to remember. Yeah, for sure, yeah, this year. Or at least we think. Uh, my list, uh, we have five <laughs> from me, and we have five from Garrett. Yes, and yes, 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 yes. And then uh, also before we, guys, we get started, hit that subscribe button, comment along with us too. What games are you guys' favorite? Uh, There's a lot uh, coming. Yeah, it's a lot of games coming up. Dun. What games are you most excited for this year? And Dun. also what games were, did, were that? Sorry, what were your games of last year favorite? It, it's a little confusing because we're at the end of January at this point. But what I would like you guys to do, just like Alex says, is tell us what your favorite games are. But also let us know if you want us to know like what our most anticipated games for yes. 2018 are. If you like this style of video, this is a new thing that we're doing. And uh, we just want to know what your feedback is because we want to engage more with you guys as an audience. And uh, the end game show is being retooled, but there's more and uh, exciting content and a little bit more intriguing content coming. Uh, look out for that. Please. I cannot disagree with anything Garrett said. So no. keep a look out. And uh, here are our top 10 games of 2017. Dun, 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 dun. So my first one on the list is going to be the Shadow of War. That came, is the sequel of Shadow of Mordor. Um, this game received a 9 out of 10 from IGN. 7 out of Metacritic. And this game was one of my favorite games of, you know, not of all time, but definitely 2017 was definitely up there <laughs> because uh i played the first one so it's sequel to shadow of mortal like i said and they just added a lot more to the nemesis system they did a lot more um, um character building character development there's a lot more characters inside this one the story in it ties in very very well with lord of the rings and i'm a fucking huge lord of the rings nerd um this fucking game is just nerd. beautiful uh it, there's nothing really much I could say more about this game more than just it's a be- beautiful game. Uh, the story is awesome. The only thing I could knock on it is that it's very, very repetitive towards the ending. So uh, towards the ending, there's a lot of um, taking over fortresses, defending them, all that kind of stuff. I won't get too uh, too spoiler um, crazy on the game, but it's a, de- a game that you guys should definitely check out sometime this year if you guys haven't really played it already if it, it, it should be on sale somewhere you could, you just need to find it somewhere if you play the shadow mortar you will love shadow war i guarantee you you will love shadow war the game that i'm going to start out with is cuphead cuphead is developed by studio mdhr and that is like the first game that they really came out and hit the fucking uh, scene with and it's interesting because there's they're making a game that's never looked like any other game so not only, not only are they making their debut as developers to a sense um, they're also making a debut to a whole new genre and style of art in games. And to take this whole like 1950s, 1960s Steamboat Willie style of art uh, that like Disney used and then put that into a video game that seamlessly just feels like a cartoon that Disney made, but also add like the overly like creepy like Betty Boop kind of like... Betty Boop was really creepy. I don't know if people remember that. Like the animation that they would use in that, that show was very eerie. 
And that's like really what they leaned into. It's even pre-Disney, like Disneyfying everything and making it PG. Like animation used to be like psychedelic as fuck. And that's like what this game really catapults on and like really just captivates the audience. Anytime you play it, you're gonna get your face knocked in because of the boss battles. But when you play and like and you die, you almost know exactly what went wrong. And everyone knows that fucking feeling when you play a game, but Cuphead seamlessly makes it to where you can fail 37 times on a boss, but that 38th try where you win is the moment that you're going to be living for and carry you on into the next level. And that's the reason why Cuphead is going to be on one of my top five games, top ten games of end games. Games of the year. <laughs> if you follow us, if you have been following us since day one, you know Garrett has been talking nonstop about Cuphead. It finally came out, and Garrett's in love with it. Yep. Uh... My second game of 2017 is going to be a game that actually came out uh, almost a year ago, exactly to date. Yeah. That is going to be Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Yesterday. A year ago yesterday. Yeah, a year ago yesterday. That's crazy that they did this in January. Can we just take a moment to say that like One of the, the shittiest movies and the shittiest games traditionally come out in January, but like this and now with Monster Hunter Worlds this year, it's like there's a new time to put yeah. out a game and please tell us what it is. And we didn't, we didn't expect such a big no. hitter like this. You know, like, I mean, we kind of had an idea. Of, we weren't, we didn't, Basically, we didn't know what we're gonna step into in Resident Evil Seven. We didn't know how it tied in with Resident Evil Six, Five, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but once you play, it's nothing but horror, which is awesome. Which they brought back in this one. Call me a um, it's it's. What? You call me a whore? Oh no, I called you a horror. 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 I mean, this game just looks great as well, and a lot of these games are here just look beautiful. Twenty seventeen was just such a good looking game, a good looking year for games. Um, but yeah, so Resident Evil 7, it really brought back the horror in Resident Evil 7, as in, like, there's moments in the game where I was just like, I, I, I was playing it, and this is when I had an Xbox One, and there was times I was playing at night, and I'm like, I can't play this because this is, this is kind of terrifying. Like, the, like, the, the bosses, I guess you could say in the game, are just monstrous creatures, and I'm just like, like, this is very uncomfortable, unsettling, like, monster-looking creatures that, like... That, that would you will only see in your nightmares. I'm like, dude, this is this is really creepy. Uh, Capcom really came out with a really good one. Um, they also have multiple DLCs that were nothing but great on it. Um, I think Resident Evil 7 for sure set a tone for January of how the games was going to be for the rest of the year, and they did an excellent job with this one. I, it's seriously one of my favorite ones of uh, not all the time, but top five. Does it rank in the top three Resident Evil three? For sure, it's probably my favorite one. I want to really lean into the VR. Yes, like, the that's VR aspect so of this insane game. insane that this yeah, whole game right. is playable through VR, and this is going to be the first one that we always call back to that we need more games like this. We always call back to that we need more games that you can play in two styles, you know what I mean? And 100%. like that whole thing's playable in first person, but in VR. And think about how scary that is. Gonna play Resident Evil 7. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, stop being a pussy like Garrett. Go ahead and play the game. Play it in VR if you had the <laughs> balls to do it. Uh, it, it just looks amazing. Just take a look at it. Uh, you know, it's 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 a great game, beautiful game. And the story on it is very. I'm sorry, the story on it is amazing too. The the story on it, there's twists, there's uh, different endings. Um, it's 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 a really good game. Check it out. And on to my game, my second choice, my second uh, number four, I guess, if you will, uh, Eagle Flight. Horizon Zero Dawn. This is a game by Guerrilla Games, uh, published by Sony Interactive. It's a first-party Sony game. We all know how much we love those. Uh, how, how, how much more do we have to say about Aloy and like how beautiful that game is? How when you, you I still see screenshots on Reddit all the time. 
and it's just a beautiful landscape like the photo mode in that game is insane and yeah. like that's just the technical side we're not even talking about the story that people love the relatable characters that people love to uh, interact with just in general with this thing like Aloy literally was one of the most cosplays characters that in video games period I would say at all these conventions this year like Aloy hit the fucking scene and is now being pushed as one of PlayStation PlayStation's new mascots and that's like that's awesome, dude. Like you it's know, it's awesome what I mean? to see a woman, you know, taking, you know, being the front front center. Want to be one of the main characters. I'm trying to think, like, who else? Ellie, but they don't push her really. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. They don't yeah. use her as a mascot, which she's not, because she's a real ass motherfucking character. And like, not to say Aloy isn't, but like, Aloy's in a fantastic world. Last of Us is like, oh, this could happen, and like, I'm really depressed right now. And like, mm. I don't know if you could push that. It's like, it's not the same as Sackboy. It's like, oh, look how cute that motherfucker is. Like, cute old. Good old Sackboy. But no, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, even the Frozen Wilds DLC came back around in November of this year, and that only further exp- uh, just showed that Guerrilla Games, the guys who made Killzone, they're making this game? That, like, this game is one of those things that you got to experience for yourself because they're not only using the RPG elements in a way that really uses tactile environments in a... Uh, like what's that shit called environmental storytelling like they don't use that in ways that like is so in your face where it's like let's find notes and it'll tell a story about like this person that used to walk around and died a long time ago and that'll show that there's history here no what they did is like literally the environments represent the history and if you've gone underground in that game you know what i mean And like it's very cool just the idea of this like this is a hunting and gathering society but they rely on technology instead of food and like berries like we used to like because they come after us because that's so far in the future that we've already ran dry the society that we know right now and like just to expand on that idea and like now they're opening up like a franchise with multiple sequels and just a good story that they're going to continue to expand on like i'm fucking excited for the future of this because this takes the fucking pressure off of the Uncharted. This takes the pressure off of other games. Like, let's just see what Aloy does. You know what I mean? Like, now we don't feel like we need a resistance necessarily. Like, like let other fucking franchises die because we need new ones to come. And you need to give other uh, developers, Sony, the same due diligence that you gave Guerrilla Games to make this game. Because, like, you let them have, like, five years since Killzone 3 and just said build something and they built something beautiful and i don't know man like even though the rpg elements weren't my favorite you no one's has like a sad face killing dinosaurs <laughs> like a robot dinosaurs you know what i mean like no one will ever be sad about that so um, massive dinosaurs too there's different ways to kill the dinosaurs so oh it's crazy i knocked it at first but you know it's just you know it's just, i have my reasons but check back when the episodes to actually see that but that's not why it's one of your games uh my third game on the list well, I guess, yeah, number three would be a uh, Legend of Zelda. Um, I mean, we, one of us had to put the list on there, and uh, I it, it's it's a game that I was was wasn't too crazy about, but then I kind of understood, you know, as the year went along, okay, why? Because Garrett, you know, he had his reasoning behind why it's like such a, one of the best games ever made, uh, all that kind of stuff, and I kind of I saw the light. Uh, and then I think that's a sentence that I don't like. Like that doesn't that doesn't represent it. It is, but I think what I took away from it. I don't need to interject. No, but it's one of those things where it's like, I think the thing that really represented 
uh, Legend of Zelda now looking back almost a year past like what it is is that that game is just the most impressive game I've ever seen yeah like exactly. ever like the way that the elements work with that game is crazy like you can conduct electricity by getting shocked but then like you have a fucking uh, like shield on your back and it like conducts the shield and shit and like just shit like that where it's like oh my fucking god is this alchemy of the game like the most basic game on PC but then like applied to this open world that's more vast and interactive than anything we've ever seen like the coding and just like the the ideas that they implemented in this game are just the best man the best you t- took it out you took Sorry. the words right out of me no that's fine it's, that's, your, it's your choice but i just wanted to jump in there cause please no yeah it's cause, beautiful yeah like, it's, it's it's one of the it's i don't know how to describe it other than to just be speechless because you i don't even know how you would go about to like I could write all these ideas of like, what do you want from Zelda? I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. And it's almost everything went into there and it was seamless and it just worked. And there's no introduction or tutorial. <laughs> like, they just throw you into this world and they know it works so well like a living world. I remember when you when you first got the game, we, we, we put it on the Switch and we we're like, oh, he, he just wakes up and that's it. I was climbing a, mount, like a, a cliff in like two seconds. <laughs> yeah. And I was naked as fuck. Number three, Legends of Zelda. Uh, I mean, Garrett said the whole thing. We, we, yeah, exactly. That's 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 basically what it is. You know, it's such a beautiful game, such a revolutionary game for Legends of Zelda in general. How um, do you think they follow it up? Fuck, dude. I, I, that's that's what my next question was gonna be. It's just like, I, I don't, I don't see what else. What's next? You know, like obviously they have to one. I mean, they're gonna one up one up it, but I, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, cause this one's just was such a good game. Everybody loved it's it. Easy to say that it's a masterpiece and it's perfect. Like, um, my number what? Three. Three. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Pyre. Um, Pyre is an action role-playing sports video game developed by Supergiant. And if you think that that's the craziest thing I've ever said, because uh, the sports element. I mean, if if you're like caught off guard, it's like religious basketball taking place in this like they're called the rights if i remember correctly and you basically are like all outcasts stuck in this purgatory and you have to like fight and assemble a team that'll eventually how would i say uh like you're basically trying to get out of purgatory and if you win these championships these like experiences then uh you win like a tournament of games then eventually you're gonna get out of this purgatory and like it's literally looks like Oregon Trail and then it goes into these like weird NBA three people like it's like a three person like street league where you're throwing like balls back and forth to each other trying to get them in the goal on each end and like the other uh, what's it called Um, the other opponents are doing the same thing but if I remember correctly you can only move when you have the ball and you control one character at a time so the three are just stationary but then you have this like ring around you where like you can eliminate it like if you get near somebody and they get inside your ring they just disappear and then they like have five seconds to get placed on the field again so like if you get down to like the enemies to one player and then you have like three seconds to just sprint to the goal like then you get points and then you're playing to like 85 or whatever so it's that element is so fun and it's so fucking like ridiculous that it's that fun but it, it, it really is just amazing like i don't know i don't know how like it's so the opposite of what we just said about zelda where it's like if zelda is like the most like on paper the easiest game to go like yeah that sounds like a great game this is the most opposite of that where it's like you want to make a religious satire about heaven essentially or hell or purgatory 
and then have this gameplay mechanic that's essentially NBA 2K with three people. And they're all like weird monster things, like people, I don't know. It's it's very, very stylistic, and it's so fucking like great. I don't know how else to, to applaud Supermassive by anything, but this game is so slept on, and it, it really hurts me, because it's honestly game of the year potential, no matter how you cut it. Come on, baby, like my pyre. Hey. Uh, we have to put it on here. Oh, at least one of us has to put it on here. PUBG, player on those battlegrounds. I, I mean... Speechless. Like, yeah. this game broke yeah. records. Yeah. It, and it was only in, like, it, it technically came out a month ago. It just was such a revolutionary game, a battle royale game. Um, you know, it's 100 people on an island. Last one, one, last one alive survives. Basically, the Hunger Games. Um, there's loot at the whole island. The island's huge. The map's big. And then every, like, you know, every, it has a time limit because the circle gets smaller of, of, your, of your land. So if you're out, if you're out on the, I guess, in the storm, I guess, um, and you, you lose health and you, pretend, uh, you probably most likely die. Um, so the whole thing about it is it's King of the Hill game. Uh, it's, it's, it, if, you're, if you make a game and there's other, other studios, other video games copying your idea, that you're, quickly. You're, that you're doing something right. Uh, example Fortnite. Fortnite is crazy right now. Fortnite got their idea from PUBG. Fortnite. Fortnite basically took what PUBG was, a PUBG is, and just kind of added their own element to it. And th- everywhere you go, everyone's playing Fortnite. Everywhere online, you see people posting uh, posts on them playing a Fortnite. And what they get idea they get the idea from from PUBG, playing those battlegrounds. Like I said, if you're if you're if other games are Copying, copying the idea, the style of your game, then you have to be doing something right. What, what, their record, they broke Steam records, which were never thought would be broken. They broke like what Dota 2 records, I think it was. I think the most concurrent users or something like that on on the game. Uh, this it's just it's it has to be one of the game of the years on our. It has to be on our list. This game is revolutionary. It's something that's that other games are going to be implementing. In there. It's basically. Um, uh, like the start of horde mode, I guess you say, like survival, um, like 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 when when uh, when zombies was a big thing, you know, Gears of War introduced their horde mode, uh, Call of Duty came introduced their zombies mode, and now it's a big thing in in certain games, uh, like the Division has something like that too as well. PUBG is introduce, introducing the battle royale aspect of it, and you know we're going to be seeing it pretty soon in a lot of games, and you'll be surprised what kind of games that they'll have this uh, game mode, but PUBG definitely on there number two on there for me and i can't believe i saved it for this long but fast rmx we're gonna get this over with real quick before alex beats me up um fast rmx is a great game um i think it launched on the switch and i played a lot of it and it's kind of my guilty pleasure whenever i have a friend over and we're just sitting there like what should we do we're gonna definitely definitely play fast rmx because i suck at it every time i play it and it is an amazing racing game that reminds me of white bass psx right that's the game playing PS in line? Maybe. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. This year. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. I was like, maybe before. But this is a Switch exclusive, I think. And it came out when the Switch did. And, dude, the whole dynamic of changing colors, just adding that one thing to a racing game, actually makes it, like, so much more fun. Because, like, you're not going to do it right every time. And, like, it's more than just 
going and getting the turns correctly. It's more than just having the best acceleration speed. It's fast RMX though, I, it's nothing special as far as like, it didn't have a great story. It didn't have, it, it's just a fucking authentically fun game and it wasn't one that people were talking about, but it is one that I played consistently throughout 2017. And it, we busted it out at PSX like you said in line and like that was really clutch. And a lot of people called us out being like, that's really dope, dude. And it's one of the best games that you can play with the Joy-Con. Like, cause just giving someone a Joy-Con sucks. Cause like the buttons are small and one of them like works, like fits in the hand better than the other. Like, cause they're different size. You know, it's just, it's kind of awkward. It's not like handing someone a, a PS4 controller, but, uh, that's one of the few games where it doesn't feel like there's too much going on. Like you're only really controlling the joystick and then pushing the joystick and then switching the color. Like, so you're, it's not, it's manageable with people with big hands. So shout out to that game. That's my uh, number four, I guess. Number eight total for the video. Speaking of the tennis switch, my number one video game, I guess you could say, would be the Nintendo switch. I know it's not a video game, but this, like, this is a video game related thing, obviously. This is a revolutionary system. Audio. This is something that we're all going to be playing by the end of the year. I guarantee it. I want one so bad. I remember last year, I was just like, "There's because no, the only reason why I want one is because there's games on it. Because last year when it came out, I was like, I'm not going to get one if there's no games I want to play. I'm not a big Nintendo fan. I'm not a big Mario fan. I'm not a big Legend of Zelda fan. But they have games like Dark Souls Remastered coming out. They have L.A. Noir. They have... NBA, they have FIFA, and you guys know I love my FIFA's and NBA's. They have fucking <coughs> Wolfenstein 2 is coming out for the Switch. Doom's out on the Switch. Yep. Fucking Skyrim's on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many third Dark party Souls games. Is coming out, if you said that. Like, yeah, yeah. Dark Souls coming out. Like, there's games that everybody, like, played or wants to play on the Nintendo Switch on the go. The Nintendo Switch won 2017. 100%. Easily, so easily, easily. To 100%. not just say that that thing won, like, as much as PUBG won, Nintendo Switch won. Like, Nintendo Switch is... N- Nintendo gambled, and this is... this is It's paying off for sure a thousand percent. Stocks are up, like, 200%. Um, a thousand percent. Nintendo Switch is what everyone's going to be playing by the end of the year. Everyone wanted one this past holiday because they knew what it can do. Now, it just it's just more marketing is going to be out there. Everyone's going to have one. People are going to be like, what is that? What is that? Now, it's just going to be word of mouth. Because like Gary was saying, we're playing in line at PSX. This is so perfect for if, for the traveler, for people who go to Disneyland. That, that I go to Disneyland. Last year, people were playing Vitas. This year, yeah. people were playing Switches. Switches, yeah. you know. And, and these, are not, like, these are just not Nintendo games. These are games that everybody wants to play. Like, I was just listing all the games out. Segue into my final pick is Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Odyssey. This game put a fucking huge smile on my face. And I think it is my game of the year if I had to pick one. Uh, sorry, Cuphead, but Mario, I still have yet to get all your moons, but Jesus Christ, did I have the best time ever. You can definitely tell that they took their time with this, and also, like, all the things that we were apprehensive about as far as, like, Mario at New Dog City and, like, all these other things. Like, this ain't my Mario, hashtag not my Mario. Oh, like, like nah, that didn't, that didn't play into it, play into part because they did it perfect. And it's so crazy to get a Zelda and a Mario and have them just blow their load, but then also have them both be, like, the best versions of each of them. Like, plus, on top of what you were just saying with the Switch, like, having that just be the best version of, like, the Wii U, like, on steroids. There's 
one thing that you need to do is go buy a Switch and go buy Mario Odyssey. I, I would recommend that over Zelda a thousand times over because it it's Zelda gets fucking hectic, in my opinion. And while I do think that it's fair to call Zelda the game of the year overall because that game was the biggest technical achievement, Mario just was was exactly what I needed. Something that was just so stress-free and so easy at times, but just so fucking charismatic all the time. Like, you just throw a hat at a fucking T-Rex and then you just run around, dude. And then you're just, like, the hat mechanic shouldn't work. Cappy is a dumb name. Like, god damn, dude. Like, I'm gonna name my kid Cappy now because I loved it so much. Uh, thank you for selling me on this, Mar uh, Mario. Uh, yeah, Mario, thank you. Uh, no, Nintendo, thank you for doing your job as far as, like, just kicking fucking ass can we just give them a round of applause as far as like they won 2017 throughout like from the start like they literally opened up january with the first event that was really showing the switch off that event sucked and we were like oh no the switch is gonna blow because they had that really cool trailer i think at the end of 2016 and then leading into 2017 we had that event where they finally like showed games and like showed how it worked and like we're actually like giving shit and then that's when we found about the the price and the release date and then it was like oh shit that's really soon and then it just happened that was it you know what i mean i, I bought one day one i'm super mario odyssey thank you for giving us 900 and something moons to fuck around with and just endless hours of gameplay and that was end games top 10 list that was my five that was Jared's five let us know in the comment section below what is your top 10 games of 2017 and your guys most anticipated games of 2018 yes if you want to see a full video on that let us know as well we will be yes. here during 2018 if you thought that this channel was dead do not think that uh we will be back You're better wrong. than ever with more content and in different ways so wrong guys you're wrong mom we're not we we're not we're not going away we're not going away kfc is totally my career mom you're we, wrong retooling in the works not kfc related um but retooling in the works be patient with us we're gonna bring you some good content guys uh it's i we promise you it's gonna be something good uh we're brainstorming the day and i'm really really excited we're really excited on the new stuff we're gonna bring to you can't you uh, tell it's exciting. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. Uh, this is Endgame Show. Follow uh, us. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah, hit the follow buttons. On <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye.